Does food the food history podcast that podcasts about pumpkin pies because it's uh it's that time of year and it's season four. Burr, 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 burr. Look at us! Welcome. My name is Tim. I'll be your main host this evening, morning, or late night. Who cares when you're listening to this? And with me, as always, is your other host. What's up, you guys? I'm L. That's L. And we're doing pumpkin pie. Uh, how you feel about pumpkin pie, Elle? Um, We're welcoming everyone to the new season. We baked you a pumpkin pie. Um, I am one of those, it's a seasonal thing for me. So I'm not going to be enjoying pumpkin pie any other time of the year except in like that October to November, that fall, that fall time of year. Um, with that being said, pumpkin pie is a hit or miss for me. I think it really just depends on the chef. I know that's a very like fair weather response, but that's the truth. I I grew up growing up. I hated pumpkin pie. Now as I've gotten older, wow. I will eat it and I'll be like, oh, that's actually really good. But then sometimes I'm like, wow, you should have just you should have just kept this in as a pumpkin, as a full pumpkin. You would have done better by just <laughs> wow. keeping this as a jack o' lantern. You know what I'm saying? Holy so, fucking shit! Yeah, it's, wow, it, that's it's a very visceral in between for me. But again, I grew up hating it, so I feel like I've definitely made a lot of yeah. steps. To enjoying pumpkin, that's, but yeah, that's how I that's, feel about it. That's a, I, I am. Those are cancelable words, I think, in the states. Uh, pumpkin pie is huge in the states, and also it being like a time of year thing. That that is probably the most normal thing you said, I think, <laughs> uh, because I think everyone is like that. I don't know many people who are like <laughs> mid June and they're just like, oh man, a pumpkin pie. No. Just hit the spot. I'm actually in the same boat, even though pumpkin pie is one of my favorite pies of all time. I adore it. But yeah, I like it that it's seasonal. I like having it only at the back end of the year. It, it keeps its novelty and, and makes it nice. That's what makes it special. Um, of course, not all pumpkin pies or pies in general are built the same. Uh, I think some are clearly better than others. I think if you're store buying it, okay. You should just make it. It's always going to be a little better if you just make it. Not You can use Libby's. I, I preach that, and we'll talk about that. But, uh, you know, making Saves the, the pumpkin pie <laughs> is, is nice because store-bought is, in my opinion, under-flavored. The crust is bland. The filling is bland. So, you know, make it yourself and make it flavorful. <laughs> if you had to rank pumpkin pie, because this is where does food, if you don't know, uh, we rank uh, our foods <laughs> on a pointless scale every episode, and it, it means nothing. So it means something. Tim. Let's say it means something. Let's uh, on a scale of one to seven hundred gourds, because that's how many different species of gourds. Oh my exist. gosh! What? Yeah, on one to seven hundred gourds, where do you rank? pumpkin pie i'm gonna just give it a solid 350 right in between right in the middle Woo! a solid 350 so you it's can, a 50 percent yeah, for you you can you can lose me on this sim or you can you can win me over really the ball is in your the gourd is in your court if you will oh, in okay. your basket thank you 
Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know where to take it, I didn't but know. I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't know. We didn't know Touchdown. if it was going to be a basket on the court still in the field, you know, the gourds in your a field. Cornucopia. Probably the, yeah. The better. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the gourd is in your cornucopia. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, let's dive in. All right. Let's quit dilly dallying around, which is the everyone's favorite term. Yes. Uh, that on podcasting to move along. Hey guys, welcome to the ad section. I'm here to tell you real quick about Anchor by Spotify. You may have heard us talk about Anchor at the end of our episodes. Is because Anchor is the platform we use to distribute our podcasts. It's totally free. It helps us distribute our podcasts to different platforms. That's how we're on Apple Podcasts. It's how we're on Google Podcasts, CastBox, you name it. They've helped us do that. You can record directly on the app, on the webpage. They don't even need a super fancy setup. It's super straightforward, totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your podcast or whatever you like to do. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of the episode. What kind of a Thanksgiving dinner is this? Where's the turkey, Chuck? Don't you know anything about Thanksgiving dinners? Where's the mashed potatoes? Where's the cranberry sauce? Where's the pumpkin pie? So the oldest seeds of Orangefield pumpkins put us around 5500 BCE oh, wow. in the Mexican highlands of Oaxaca. Oh, Mexico. I yeah. didn't expect that. Mexico. Okay. Um, ancient pumpkins were cultivated with different gourds and roughly three to four inches around and had tough skin. It made them not very pleasant outside of their seeds. It made them not very pleasant to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Over the centuries, the pumpkins were bred to make tastier pumpkins uh, with larger seeds, of course, because, again, the seeds were good, right. so why not make them bigger and better and awesome? And by 1200 BCE, the Native Americans were growing pumpkins all across North America. Early uses of the pumpkins by the natives was to boil them, dry them, and make jerky-like strips or flour. Oh. Because wheat wasn't the most available thing Interesting. At the okay. time. Uh, obviously, as we've learned, corn and masa were very uh, popular, but this was another uh, thing that they used for uh, flowers, which is interesting. This treatment of the pumpkin would allow them to survive harsh winters or during times where food was harder to find. So that's why they did it the way they did it, instead of just making it into pies like we do today. Pumpkins were one of the first foods from the Americas that was brought back to Europe. Fun fact. Oh, okay. The first... <laughs> The first mention of pumpkins in Europe was the year 1536. At that time, they were called pumpions after the French word pompon, Pompons. which is a reference to their rounded form. That's fun. Okay. And within a few decades, they were grown regularly in England and tossed into the European pie-making world, which, I mean, Elle, you are the queen of pies on Where Does Food. Let's go. We talked all about it, and we know that Europe was crushing the game with they pies. Uh, at the time, sweet pies, they, savory they, pies. You know, it was it was happening. Sweet pies were being uh, surely made and developed around that time for sure in the uh, 1500s. But yeah, they were all over that. And so by the time those lovely Mayflower people signed that wonderful little Mayflower compact <laughs> in December of 1620, they were actually pretty familiar with pumpkin. 
And that first year was tough for the Plymouth Colony. They lost half their folks to disease and famine. Oh, not great. Isn't that That's fun? not great. Uh, but thankfully, they had a good relationship with the Northeastern natives, and they helped them fish, plant corn, as well as show them some food preservation methods, i.e. pumpkin jerky, oh. things like that. You know. Wait a second. The, the way that... Yeah, the way that they made pumpkins. Is that how that intertwines? Yeah, so this is how we sort of... I'm taking you on the journey, you know? We're starting with pumpkins. We will get to pumpkin pies. Well, I'm um, <laughs> I'm curious to know what pumpkin jerky would taste like, though. Well, you know, it's just strips of dehydrated gourd, the way that they were doing it um, in general. Again, it, it was done to survive those winters, things like that. It's, imagine any fruit strip, fruit leathers... Things like that. Yeah, it's probably not as good as you think. Not to mention, put it in tandem with the time frame that we're talking. There's no salt. <laughs> um, the spices are pretty rare. Uh, this is all just like survival. Yep. <laughs> yep. And again, it was a good thing that the uh, Plymouth Colony actually had a good relationship with the natives. As uh, we know from American history, we ruined that relationship really fucking quick. Um <laughs> So, by the time fall 1621 came around, the colony and the... I I apologize if I fuck this up. Please don't cancel me. Um, (laughs) Poconic... I fucked it up. It's it's okay. Honest try. Poconoquette tribe sat down and ate the first Thanksgiving meal. 1621, baby. Wow, 1621. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to talk too much about the Thanksgiving meal. Uh, that's your job <laughs> in, the, in the coming weeks. Spoiler and alert. while pumpkin pie wasn't documented to be on the table, uh, it is likely that pumpkin was involved in some way or another, uh, just by the sheer amount that pumpkin was used at the time. So pumpkin was there, just not the pumpkin pie. It would take a bit of time for the pumpkin pie as we know it to end up as the beloved Thanksgiving pie that it is today, an early rendition of the pumpkin pie came in 1651. Okay. In a f- in a French cookbook written by Francois Pierre Lavrine. The French. That, that's that's my best interpretation of how French names are hard, guys. They are hard. Uh, French is hard in general. Question mark. Yes. Yeah, it is. It was a pumpkin tort. Uh, oh. You yeah, you boiled pumpkin with milk, strained it, mixed it with butter, sugar, and some salt, and you baked it. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, a little pumpkin tort. Something a little good. Uh, traditional pumpkin pie is done with... It's, a, it's like a custard. So it's close, but we're not quite there. Uh, also, I don't know if I've made this clear. Pumpkin pie is really not consumed elsewhere in the world. Like Canada likes it. Oh, uh, actually, no. Okay. But thank, like Thanksgiving is obviously America. I think yeah. Canada has their own, but it's not, it's not ours. It's a different... Thanksgiving. So uh, obviously, like this super niche pie that we consume on a very specific niche holiday, niche ho- yeah, okay, is <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly like a global thing, but uh, <laughs> we're doing it anyway. And in 1670, Hannah Woodley, an English writer, mm-hmm. had a recipe that involved layering pumpkin and apples in a pie crust with different spices. So this was like actual pieces of pumpkin that were. Uh, baked off at least from the recipe that i read uh so it was like cooked pumpkin cooked apples and it's just like layered that with like cardamom and you know cloves and cinnamon and stuff oh, wow. so it wasn't even like pumpkin puree it was straight up just like an apple and pumpkin pie with chunks of pumpkin in it i can't decide again, if that'd be terrible not, or not though yeah again not quite 
pumpkin pie. We're so close. Not in 1670, anyway. We're getting there. And some early New England renditions of the pumpkin pie back back here in the States were hollowing out the pumpkins, filling them with fruits and milk, and cooking it in an oven or directly on a fire, which is a thing that happened. Um, <laughs> wow, okay. That by the early 18th century, pumpkin pie was a New England Thanksgiving tradition. In 1705, Colchester, a town in Connecticut, they postponed their Thanksgiving for a week due to a molasses shortage, ultimately causing a pumpkin pie shortage. Oh no, the tragedy. The molasses. And they would have none of it. They weren't about it. Between the 1670 and uh, that 1700s bit, we essentially created the pumpkin pie. Isn't that fun? That is pretty fun, actually. And But it took a lot of variations to get there. Sometimes the iterations of food, they happen pretty quickly, but pumpkin pie, it took, it took a few steps. Yeah, um... There wasn't really a uh, recipe in the, like, that we found early on of, like, a more traditional pumpkin pie until, like, the the mid-1700s. Uh, but we do know it was a tradition to have pumpkin pie of some sort at, in New England. In New England Thanksgiving specifically because New England kind of started the pumpkin pie Thanksgiving trend it was not a wow. uh, thing that everyone did, <laughs> even in the States. I already mentioned it wasn't a global thing. It wasn't even a nationwide thing uh, for our developing nation at the time. It wouldn't really become a nationwide thing until the mid-19th century. Oh. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Where, where pumpkin pie gets a bit political. Oh, does it? All good. F- okay, all good foods do. What? What you got? Play dramatic. Play dramatic music here. Put play it there. That's a note for me. Note for editor Tim. <laughs> Around this time, some staunch abolitionists. I say the word staunch a lot, and people always ask me, yeah, what it means. Okay, definition time. And what is it? Uh, it just means someone that's like really hard into that belief. So, like, if you're, uh, if you are. A uh, hardcore Christian, you're a staunch Christian. You know what I mean? Around this time, some staunch abolitionists who <laughs> also happen to be <laughs> New Englanders would make their love for pumpkin pie known throughout poems and books. And as we all know, every good political movement starts through poems and books. Absolutely. And That's and the song. way it works. And song. Two examples, because I'll give examples. Why not? Uh, Please. Are Sarah Joseph Hale and Lydia Maria child. Sarah Joseph Hale would mention the pie in her 1827 anti-slavery novel, Northwood. She just threw it in her anti-slavery novel. Let's Why go. not? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was also a big advocate for making Thanksgiving a national holiday because it was not a national holiday at this time. Uh, Lydia Marie Child wrote about it in her 1842 poem, A New England Thanksgiving. So, editor Tim is going to interject here and mention that it is uh, noted as a poem, but I guess I just didn't realize that it's also uh, a song that she wrote. And it's the song that's, you know, over the river and through the wood to grandfather's house. We got It's that song. That's what she wrote. And I don't know why that didn't register when I was taking my notes down but yeah 
I'm interjecting now, and I'm letting everyone know that "Over the River and Through the Woods" is a uh, is the poem song thing that I'm talking about, and it ends with a hurrah for the pumpkin pie exclamation point. So, woo. Yeah, she just wrote a whole thing about Thanksgiving. I think that's really beautiful. But she was, yeah, but she was an abolitionist as well. So, you know, you got these really staunch abolitionists talking about pumpkin pie, and their their messages are reaching the nation at a time of, of turbulence, north v. south. I don't know if you guys know what's going on in the fucking, you know, 1800s, but... Huh. There, Timing. Huh, yeah. There was there was huh, a war yeah. a brewing. There was a thing happening then in our country. That was kind of a big deal. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it was a big deal. A war was going on or getting ready to go on, and and uh, yeah, we would all start killing each other at some point. So these things, the fact that it would end up in some of these, uh, you know, books and poems, some of these things that reached across the uh, nation, might explain why some Confederate observers considered Thanksgiving a way for the Yanks to impose their traditions. No way. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, again, Thanksgiving. Super fucking regional at this point. Super regional on top of pumpkin pie being a thing in a regional holiday. It Like, we're talking about the most niche thing that people were like, yeah, "Yeah, this is good. (laughs) What? But yeah, isn't that interesting? Uh, Nevertheless, by the end of the Civil War... Thanksgiving and pumpkin pie would make its way down to the South because Abraham Lincoln made it a national holiday. That's why oh. he made it a national holiday. Yeah. And uh, next thing you know, all this stuff would, you know, start moving, Interesting. Ar- moving around. Yeah. I mean, Abraham Lincoln obviously did a lot, but no one talks about the Thanksgiving part, I feel like. Uh, yeah, no one gives Abraham Lincoln credit for making pumpkin pie a nationwide trend, you know? Like, <laughs> the reason why we thoroughly enjoy pumpkin in the fall time is because of Abraham Lincoln? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, that's what you're hearing. Wow. Not only does he come I mean, I don't want to give all credit to Abraham. I don't want to give all credit to Abraham Lincoln. Obviously, it was a thing that Sarah people consumed Hale. before. But, like, hey, you know, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Solidified. Ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, listened to people like uh, uh, Miss Hale there and made it a holiday. That, so there you I, go. That's a, did not expect that at all. Continue on. Thank you. Yeah, but you know what? The South wouldn't make it. Wouldn't just sit by and eat just be like, like okay, cool. This is a pumpkin pie, I guess. Uh, you know, because sweet potato pie was our thing. South Oof. loves sweet potato pie. We love a sweet that yeah, sweet tea, sweet potato pie. Yeah. How do you feel about sweet potato pie in the pumpkin pie episode? Um, same situation. When I was younger, I didn't care for it, but as I got older, I was like, I. Appreciated the intricacies yeah. that was the sweet potato pie. Yeah, uh, so they're very similar. They're yeah. very similar. I bet you could confuse most people. <laughs> <laughs> like if you wanted to, you could probably be like, yeah, that's my pumpkin pie, and they would just go with it. Like, yeah, uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. Do you do uh, the marshmallow yeah, on top though of the sweet potato pie? Yeah. No, I don't do really do. I mean, and this is blasphemous, but I don't really do marshmallows on sweet potato casserole either. So I just like a nice, I just like a nice like brown sugar cinnamon Oof. crumble thing. You know what I mean? On mine, that's what I do on my sweet potato casserole. The crumble thing is so good. Yeah, I just do that instead of the the marshmallows. I think it makes for a better treat. I like the texture of the crumbles, so I tend to lean with you because I just like the texture difference between the the yeah. creaminess of the pie and then like the crumbles on top. But that's just me, though. I know people yeah, like the, um, the sweetness of the marshmallow. Yeah, that's insane. 
Uh, it's already a sweet pie. <laughs> wow. You know, so the South the South wouldn't just sit sit down and be like, this is pumpkin pie, we're going to keep it as this. No, they would make it Southern. They would yes. do their own versions, which okay. included pecan toppings. Ooh. And adding bourbon to it. Mm, huh? You've got my attention now. Yeah. Little pumpkin pie flares, you know, things that you can do that... Uh, would end up in like a Bon Appetit magazine as a way to spice up your Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> with a okay. side of racism. But yeah, that's what you could do. So next time you're making your pumpkin pie with with the upcoming holiday, yeah, throw some bourbon in there. Just, just that, that, you, when you're making your pumpkin custard, just fucking glug, 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 you know what I mean? Just a little bit of blah, 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 blah. Well, thank a little you. bit of bourbon. Yeah. It'll 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 get you there. Your past you you will thank your future you. And as we continue forward, we march through the history of time, because this episode is is one of those classic WDF episodes where it's not going to be like an impromptu two-parter or anything. (laughs) This one's really concise and straightforward. Pretty straightforward. (laughs) Yeah. Um, In 1929... Yeah. Chicago's Great Wait, American City. Chicago, United States? Chicago, Illinois? Yeah. Yeah, Great American Chicago's City. Chicago's Libby's Meat Canning Company. That's hey, that right. Sounds, Libby's that sounds familiar. Meat Canning Company of Chicago, Illinois, introduced their pumpkin puree in a can. Wow. Now that's a 19- game of change. 29. Game changer, 1929. 1929, of course. Yeah, kind of and it forever changed... The landscape of making pumpkin pies. It made it extremely easy, and you didn't have to make a pumpkin pie from scratch, which is a complete fucking waste of time. Whole day affair. Uh, Feels like. Okay, I said on this show a lot that I don't like to bake, but as someone who goes all out for Thanksgiving, that, that bakes. I yes. I have baked my fair share of things. Tim uh, pumpkin pie. If you are to make it from scratch, and that means you're going to take a pumpkin gourd. And you're going to boil it, and well, you're going to hollow it out, uh, cut it up, boil it, or roast it, or whatever the fuck you want to do. Uh, that again, that you would see in like Bon Appetit magazine. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's the only one I could think. Food Network. Food Network. Com. There you fuck go. It. Um, yeah. Food Fifty Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's uh, a lady being like, "Look, you can roast off your pumpkin. You go ahead, do that." And you'll notice that the pumpkin is not a field pumpkin. It's not a big pumpkin. It's this nice little petite, cute little pumpkin because the field <laughs> pumpkins are really watery and gross. Don't do that. Don't but do if that. you are gonna, if you are gonna do it, go ahead and do it. Make your fucking thing from scratch, uh, and you will note that it does not taste any different or better than if you were to just use Libby's Ooh. puree in a can. Guys, Libby's does it best. They've That's done it change. since 1929, and I cannot recommend enough not to waste your time fucking <laughs> baking off gourds to then mash them into your pumpkin custard. Just get the puree, scoop it in your custard, bake it off. Have a day. Have fun. Yeah, have fun. Be, spend time with your family. I don't, like, don't <laughs> <wish>. <laughs> No, but Tim, if I don't spend all that time in the kitchen, how will people know that I spent all that time in the kitchen preparing for the meal for the day? Uh, well, you have a, a thousand other things to do. Uh, L, you can bake another pie with all the time you've <laughs> saved. Uh, you, can, you can work on the turkey. Uh, you can do anything, a, a plethora of things, Mash instead of wasting your time That's so funny. baking or boiling off gourds. To I think using a pumpkin pie. You bring up a good point, though, because a lot of times we talk about like, oh, you you want to usually use like the fresh ingredients, but sometimes 
it is okay to use the canned or like the packaged item. It's going to be literally just as good, if not the same. And to Tim's point, you're going to save time, which yeah, that's the biggest yeah. thing I feel like, especially if you're not sacrificing taste. Like, why, why are we? Why? Well, this isn't even a question. What are you doing? Since 1929. Yeah, it's just that it's just not adding anything. You know, like again, you'll see recipes that tell you to like roast it off with like you know salt, cinnamon, and olive oil, and that you'll use that as your pie filling. It's like okay, you could just scoop out some libbies. Add some salt, add some cinnamon, add some olive oil. Like it's like it doesn't it's there's nothing that that is going to impart on mm-hmm. it that you can't just that you can't just add because it's here's the thing, they're twice baked, technically. You're you you're twice cooking the gourd, essentially, because you have to cook it to make it soft and then you cook it again. So yeah, I, no need. Just use the can because it's already getting cooked twice. Don't waste your time That's it. or your energy. Uh, and enjoy that little uh, cooking tip from me. In 1947, the Truman administration promoted an eggless and poultryless Thursday. Oh, yeah, to help provide more food assistance to Europe post World War II. Hey, oh, that sounds familiar. Hey, oh, yeah, it does sound familiar. I believe sugar was still fucking rationed at this point yeah, in time. I think sure. um, yeah. This voluntary rationing led to fewer pumpkin pies to be made that Thanksgiving for the cause. For the but cause. It did have some backlash from the American people. They were not fans and uh, they okay. spoke their minds as Americans are to do. However, Truman kept his word and did not have pumpkin pie at the White House that year. Wow. What a move of solidarity. The least he could do. It's the least he could do. The and L. Yeah, Tim. I told you this was going to be reminiscent of season one because that is the history of pumpkin what? pie. It's short. It's sweet. It's to the point. And now That's it's like trend. Pie. You know, it's it's pumpkin pie Oreos, pumpkin pie coffee, pumpkin pie everything. It's pumpkin Everywhere. pie. We love the shit. Uh, we can't get enough of it. And um, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I was a big fan of this research one because it was simple. It was sweet. <laughs> and uh yeah and there's just not a lot of surprise that's just what it was you know it's straightforward it's one of those foods that was cultivated and made to make the gourd that we know and love and there's a couple renditions throughout the history and well we got there in the end which is we, what we always do we got there in the end yeah no i didn't realize again didn't realize there's so many iterations of of the pumpkin pie before pumpkin pie was pumpkin pie but when we got there, it obviously it stuck. I mean, we like you said, with not only has it stuck, we now it's just like a flavor because we now are just like our our holidays are are just leaching into each other. <laughs> They're spilling over. So yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> the seen, capitalism really clung there, on yeah. to us, hasn't it? So I'm like, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely like enjoy your seasons when you enjoy your season. So yeah, I'm, I'm like, no, keep pumpkin in fall time. I don't need to see that shit during summertime. I didn't ask for it. I don't need it. I'm, I'm a fan of pumpkin pie. Like you said, it's short, sweet. It's pretty simple. And then like shout out to Libby's and Chicago again, a great American city, just popping up once again. Yeah, and just because it was bothering me because I didn't put that in the year for some fucking reason my notes uh 1796 was when there was an american cookery uh that was the uh the book by amelia simmons it was published 1796 and it was the first cookbook to have a developed recipe uh for pumpkin puddings is what they were called but it's about as close as you get it's this one says uh stewed and strained pumpkin cream egg sugar mace which is pepper nutmeg ginger you know 
and you essentially makes that paste and then you put it on the dough and then you bake it. Easy enough, right? Pretty much pretty much pretty much that just with a different name and that's so 1796 uh is when that happened and I apologize okay. for not having that. But again, that was 1705 was when uh Colchester and Connecticut they postponed their Thanksgiving because they weren't able to make pumpkin pies. So uh it was again, it was already a thing, but it wasn't until then that we had a recipe that we could recognize as a modern rendition of it. As pumpkin so, pie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, Abraham Lincoln, President Abraham Lincoln, coming in out of nowhere, making Thanksgiving honest, a national holiday. Yeah, honest Abe, man. He re- he uh, he did it. He wrestled the South, and then he wrestled uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> Shout Woo. out to the ladies for that, yeah. He, yeah, he was a wrestler, by the way, if you didn't know that about Abe Lincoln. <laughs> and a vampire killer. And a vampire killer based yeah. on a... Va- based on a, a a movie. I don't know if it's good or bad, and I can't remember if we said it was good or bad in our very historical. old podcast. <laughs> it's a historically accurate. No, I'm just kidding. It's very it's historically fun. accurate. Uh, definitely doesn't. Definitely not going to be problematic. And I don't know. Give it another five. <laughs> Probably at least. Yeah, something will pop up from it. <laughs> so, L, uh, you were right down the middle at the three fifty. It's yeah. uh, out of seven hundred. Where you at? I'm bumping that back up to about 450, 450, 500 range. Yeah, 475. Let's go 475. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 475. You've won me over. Sign still delivered on 475. Yeah, I, you know, I I appreciate the unity that came from Pumpkin Pie. Granted, it took a second because we had, you know, obviously we had uh, the birth of the sweet potato pie, which is in and of itself a pretty good thing, I don't know, in my opinion. Yeah, so, it's delicious. I'm like, at least two good things came about. And now, you know, how beautiful when you look at a, a Thanksgiving table, usually you're going to have both items on the table. Yeah. And, well, you know. I think at this point, there's two different. I think at this point, it's like, because there's sweet potato casserole now. Yes. As well. Yeah. And I don't know which, I don't know which came first. But it was pretty. It's pretty easy to see if, like, if the sweet potato pie, eh, sweet potato pie came first, it'd be pretty easy to be like, okay, well, we have pumpkin pie, so we can just make like a separate dish, and it'd be mm-hmm. the casserole. I mean, I personally enjoy sweet potato casseroles more than sweet potato pies, but uh, so I, you know, I, for me, the casserole, which is essentially just a, it's just sweet potato pie without a crust. That's like mostly what it is. That's true. Which yeah. Is, which is delicious. I love it. It's great. You just, you know, you just have you have a uh, nice kind of chunky sweet potato, flavorful mush with some sweetness on top, and it's fantastic. Yeah, so that's what I, you guys I, was I enjoy that. And when it comes to pies, you know, you got your pumpkin pie. You can have an apple pie, pecan pie. There's tons of different pies. So I like the uh, I like the addition of the sweet potato casserole, and leave the pie business to the pumpkin. You know, let the pumpkin do it. <laughs> I think the New Englanders had something, you know? I think I like it. They did. I will give them that. I'm also, this reminds me, like, why are they, I mean, I know New England Patriots, but, like, it really should be, like, New England Pumpkins or something, you know? Yeah, they really should. They should change their whole fucking thing. Yeah, they should really embrace that. They should change their whole fucking thing. Yeah. They should be called the New England Pumpions. Pumpions. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's what they should call themselves as a reference to the fact that they, like, you know, started the pumpkin pie craze. Yeah, that's a pretty, yeah. And in turn, started the pumpkin craze, essentially. it You know, now it's, like I said, it's everywhere. It's if, if, if the moment you hit September, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's pumpkin cookies, it's pumpkin bread, it's pumpkin, whatever you can think of, it's pumpkin. I know. People are pumpkin, like- pumpkin Alfredo. Like, it's all <laughs> over the place. 
Like, because people do forget that pumpkin is literally just a gourd. It's not overly sweet by itself. It does have a savory, nutty quality to it if it's just by itself. So it pairs well with cheeses, which is why pumpkin alfredo is actually pretty good. So I recommend it. Dude, I want to try that. I've never, uh, I've never ingested that before. Yeah. It's a weird <laughs> way to say you've never eaten something. Yeah, it's fine. Never, I don't know why my brain I went never, to that, but like, <laughs> I never ingested that before. It's fine. My my battery, I guess, was like. Yeah, L's a fucking android. I'm Figured a it robot. Out. Figured it out. Malfunctioning. Figured over it here. out. But yeah, I'm all right. That's the that. end of the podcast. We're fucking <laughs> meandering at the end. Um, that's the end of the podcast. Welcome to the end. That was uh, where does pumpkin pie? Woo. And did you hear that music at the top? Did you Pretty hear the sick. stingers? Do you hear that music that I just? put underneath now right when i said this is the end of the podcast it happens every single time yeah it's pretty great and it was uh made partially by me that's <laughs> my own horn but <laughs> also by friend of the podcast austin martin <laughs> yeah you can find more of his music uh under the name meridian sky on apple and on spotify check it out so go check him out you can also find us one, yeah. at wheredoesfood.com. We do have a website. You can go there and check us out. Two, you can check us out on Twitter. Uh, at wheredoesfood is the handle. I'm at Tim Weehunt. L is? I'm at L Chapo with three underscores between the L and the Chapo. Ha-ha. Yep. And guys, you can uh, you can actually support us. We do have a support button. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash food and press that little fucking support button. Press That'd be support cool. and yeah, you know, it helps us out, helps podcasts out, and uh, it's much appreciated. So, I don't think I have anything else. I think that's it. Yeah, no. Is I that it? That, yeah. Oh, leave us a review. I always forget to do the call to action for reviews. Leave us a review. Leave a review. If you don't like us, cool. If you do like us, great. Leave us a review. It helps uh, tremendously. We appreciate it. Yeah, and that's that's all I got. So, this holiday... Fight your uncle and aunts. Uh, <laughs> hug your parents and your grandparents. Might be their last. Definitely. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Do that. It could be any of ours last, though. So make sure you hug your family, even after you fight. That is actually true. That is true. Even even after you fight your distant ones. Yeah. That's it. That's enjoy uh, enjoy Thanksgiving, the season four. Where does food? We've been doing Let's this go. for a year. Wow. Uh, Matter of fact, this is one day after the exact one year. So 366 wow. days ago, Dude, our first congrats. episode went up. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that I know that off the top of my head is fucking stupid. Have I a good day. That. Woo!